thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the rock star co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, Damo? I am excellent. Now, I, I'm probably nearly as good as Tommy, but uh, I'm definitely on the improve, just in case anybody's worried. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited, so excited. I'm a mad keen Richmond supporter, have been mad keen since the day I was born, and, uh, and, and this for me could be the pinnacle of my career. So I'm very, very excited about this interview today, MP. All right, well, let's talk about Tommy Hafey. For those, uh, for those listeners who aren't um, possibly into football or don't know um, who Tommy Hafey is, he is one of the icons of Australian rules football. He is an immortal um, in many sense. His playing career with Richmond is probably, you would say, overshadowed by his four premierships, 22 years of coaching at the highest level. He is a member of the AFL Hall of Fame and is Richmond's coach of the century. Today, he travels the country teaching people of all ages, be they school groups, sporting clubs, small and big businesses, how to reach their own personal best. I believe, Damo, there is probably no better role model in this country for ageing well than the great Tommy Hapey. Tommy, welcome to 100 Not Out. Marcus and Damo, terrific to be here. <laughs> it's so exciting, Tommy. I uh, I heard about the incredible things that you were doing. It must be about two or three, maybe four years ago, I heard about all the amazing things that you were doing. And then my wife uh, had you go and speak to her organisation just recently, and she said that across all of the generations, like we're talking Gen Nowers, Gen Yers, and Gen Xers, they were all blown away about the the vision that you have, the inspiration that you brought to them, and the conversations have, that they are having because of you um, continue to this day. And so I'm so excited to have you on our call today where we hope that your inspiration will inspire others to have an incredible life and age well, because you do it oh, well. Well, I think, as I said before, if it is to be, it is up to me. We're hearing so many people who are going to, going to, going to, going to, but never get around to it. And I say to the children in the school, hey, you go to a school, the teachers do a mighty job, an they absolute do. mighty job, to be quite honest. Yeah. And uh, you're going to get, you come to a good school, the teachers love you, your parents love you. Hey, it's up to yourself, though. You want to be a clown, that's exactly what you're going to be. But I just say, be the best you can possibly be to every, who's this even primary school children? Uh, which I'm so lucky because I love talking to these youngsters. Well, this is half the thing, Tommy. It's the school kids, but I mean, I'm sure, Damien, you see this as well in practice. There's plenty of baby boomers out there that aren't willing to take responsibility for their own health. They want someone else to do it for them. If they could get someone else to exercise for them, they would. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's why they sit on the couch and watch sport. And watch sport. But Tommy, do you find that level of resistance when you're talking to, you know, community groups, footy clubs, golf clubs? I mean, really, let's be honest, there's plenty of football coaches out there that are, you know, sick and tired and overweight. Yes. Um, They're not following your lead. The kids are good. They're more impressionable. They hear the message. They respond well to you. But my big, I suppose, beef is how do we break through to the boomers out there that have got another 20, 30, 40, 50 years ahead of them but aren't quite willing to take responsibility yet for their own health? 
Well, what you hope is going to happen is you're going to prick their conscience mm -hmm. uh, because really they're given the opportunity and they probably shouldn't be much heavier as they get into their 30s and 40s and 50s than what they were when they were, say, in the early 20s or late teens and things like that. That's true. And like I, I, I weigh myself every day. I do a lot and I look after my diet, uh, things like that, but every, every day and I'm probably only probably a K over what I play at. Not even that. Not even wow. that. Yeah, so that's how I, I look at that. But um, I think it's up to yourself. And as you get older, you probably pick up a few wrinkles. Like, I don't eat lollies, biscuits, or cakes because I make new resolutions. And uh, I remember when my little girls were coming through the years. They're now 55, 53, and 47. But I make new resolutions. And I, and my one of my daughters said, Oh, Dad, you only make new resolutions you know you can keep. I said, Fair enough, fair enough. I said, Tell you what, I have to think about Funny this. That. I, said, Funny that. I won't eat lollies. Biscuits or cakes for 12 months. Lollies, biscuits or cakes for 12 months, but that was 1972. I haven't had a lolly, biscuit or cake, what, for the last 30, 30 years? That is yeah. phenomenal. 40 years. Mm. 40, 40 years. years, 40 years, yep. Yeah, the last 40 years. Yeah, now, so that's the way. And I was a, I have, uh, well, ice cream's not lolly, biscuits or cakes, is it? Remember that? I've heard you tell this story before, Tom. You know, a number of people think that they cannot emulate your feats, whether it be with exercise or with diet, but can you just give people an idea that you don't mind a little bit of ice cream every now and again? Oh yes, not every day. Every day, actually, I I do. I have <laughs> dessert. I eat very well, and but I always have dessert, which might be uh, preserved or stewed fruit and ice cream. As I say. I didn't give up ice cream because that is dessert. But if, even if I'm at a function where they're handing out, it might be biscuits and things like that. No, don't, don't take them. Even if they're not, they may not be biscuit, but to me they are, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you just got to look after it. I eat a lot of fruit. When I, I do about oh, 60,000 K in my car, going around to the schools or the football clubs or the companies that I speak to, mm -hmm. and I, eat, I might take 10 pieces of fruit. By the time I get there, I've got to race to the toilet, as you can understand that, because <laughs> that's the way things happen. Right. And and also another thing that I guess, uh, I've never tasted alcohol or had a cigarette. And uh, wow. yeah, I'm not, I don't knock people for doing those things, but it just upsets me when they get out of control and then blame everything else. Like, um, particularly with the drugs, everybody who commits a crime has oh, had a bad upbringing, haven't they, if you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's yeah. what it comes out all the time. So like, yeah, but it's up to yourself, and you've got to, you know, right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember um, that beautiful Peter Dacos, he mentioned, if you want to know how you're going to be as the years keep going, look at your mates. You're there, idiots. Yeah. That's exactly what you're going to be. Your peer yeah. group is everything, isn't it? Mm. Your peer group is everything. There's a great line, love your family, choose your peer group. Yes. That's right. Oh, yes, I'm, de I'm, de I'm demented about family. I know some families don't get on well, but um, we make a big effort to. Well, I take two boys to school every day. Uh, I mentioned to one boy, oh, he said to me, Pa, this is the last week you'll ever take me to school. I said, No, darling, I'll be taking to the uni. But I take him up to the. I take him to the station each day. The other boys in year 12. And uh, this will be the last year I take him to actual school, but I'll probably be taking him to wherever he wants. But I just, we just do a lot of things together. And I, I know, as I say, some families aren't close, but we've made a point, even my brothers and sisters and things like that. Tommy, just, just for the listeners, because not everybody out there is going to know how old you are. How old no. are you, Tommy? Uh, 82 in August. 
Um, I get up at 5.20 each day. I run 5 or 6K. Yep. I get back to the beach, live across the road from the beach down near Luna Park, across the road from the marina. Yep. And I do about 10 minutes stretching exercises, 250 push-ups, although 251 actually, because I do the same amount of games that Kevin Sheedy played for the Tigers, 251. <laughs> and then I go for a swim, which is only a dip. And then I come home, I do 700 uh, sit-ups, crunches and things like that as well. Tell so me, I, your, I body, your body's incredible. I watched a YouTube video of the other day. Um, it's the promotion for Jeep. That's 70 years um, yeah. promotion. Gee, well, I, even, that, I just snuck into that. that because I was 79 and about eight months when that was done. And my theory <laughs> is that they couldn't find a 70-year-old fit enough, so they had to look for someone else and yeah, found someone right. who was almost 80. There's no Australians who are in as good a shape as Tommy Hafey at that part of their life. You look like an Olympic swimmer still. I don't know if that's a dip. I've seen you, I've seen you swim, and uh, it's, it's power. You, you match it with Thorpey, I reckon. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> Tommy, I, look, there's a whole lot of stuff. One of the things I just picked up from what you just spoke about then was family family it's you know in the way you spoke about your family it warmed my heart and i love that i've got a very close family as well and i hope that my family continues to keep me young obviously the family keeps you young but what other things as well as your exercise do you feel are the attributes or characteristics that have allowed you to um, i suppose maintain a mindset or a uh, or a direction of being as well as what you are well i suppose uh i go to the gym as well. I bought my own weights in 1952. Mm-hmm. They're very rusty, but they weigh exactly what they were when I first got them. Can you believe that? <laughs> so I've got them down our holiday house, but when they're finished at the ho- school holidays, I'll be bringing them back here, and I'll do some up here. But I go to the gym as soon as the football's over, because I'm all over the place, and I can't, if I can't get there in a consistent fashion, I get upset with things. So I go to the gym once the football's over. I go to a place not far from where I live, Body World, up in Balaclava Road, and oh, I love it. It's just old-fashioned one, nothing flash, just a, a lot of machines, but a lot of free weights and stuff like that. I've been doing that for a long, 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 long time. But I encourage everybody to get to the gym. I really think that's important. I had a little girl come out and interview me one day. She's in real estate and she'd just come down from Queensland, 23, good looking kid. And I said, do you go to the gym? She said, no. I said, you've got to go to the gym. I said, you've got to go to the gym. I said, you meet so many people there, but you feel good about yourself. That's the important thing. Not only networking, just that you get to meet people. She'd just come down from Queensland and I thought it'd be perfect in real estate where she goes to meet other people, yeah. when, I say, being good about herself. And then you, you, it's just up to one thing leads to another, and next minute you're looking after your diet. I think everybody should be going to gyms. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah, and especially the aging population because we know that resistance training helps so much with bone density and muscle mass and all the rest of it, prevents falls and, and all the rest. So it, It's so true. People think that they, they can't because they're old, no. Like running. People think they can't run because they've hit a certain age, but there's no excuses. There doesn't need to be any limitations on when, when or where you can run or when and where you can go to the gym. No, that's true, but there's so many other things you can do. Like it's not only actually at the gym, it's not only the running, but there's swimming, there's paddling, hey, there's cycling, and you can do a lot of those things at the gym. But I just think going, being with other people, uh, you just when you walk out the place, you've got a great smile on your face. I just think it's just so important. But uh, I say you don't have to be a fanatic. And you don't have to be one of those people who have done it all their lives. They can start it. I hear so many people starting when they're in their 80s. And yet they might be in their 90s or 100. And they're still you know, feeling really good about themselves and, and do little things as far as uh, yeah, just the whole things that you should be doing. 
But looking after your diet so important, isn't it? Totally I think is. it is anyway. No, and that's the other oh. thing, though. Like, it's earning the right. A lot of people uh, go, oh, Tommy Hafey eats ice cream every day. Yeah, but he does 700 sit-ups, does 250 push-ups or 251, goes to a 6K <laughs> run, a dip in the ocean, gets up at 20 past five. I think he's earned the right to have a Can bowl I... of ice cream, don't you? Yeah, well, I, I just use that as part of your meal. Uh, so I don't eat in between meals. Yeah. I, might, I eat a lot of fruit when I'm actually driving and things like that. Uh, but I don't have much to uh, say in, in between meals. That's, a, that's um, enough for me. That's a key secret, key secret. And the other thing is too, I don't reckon you need to do 700 sit-ups and 250 push-ups to um, have, no. have a bit of ice cream in the evening. I think that uh, what you've got, Tommy, is an in, a healthy mindset and you've mm-hmm. found what you feel good with, which I think is really good, and you've found what keeps you in shape and keeps you at an ideal, comfortable playing weight, fighting weight. And I think that some other people might find that they've got to walk or jog for 30 minutes a day or it could be that you know, they could do some... Um, squats or whatever, they could go to the gym, they could punch yeah. out that, and they, that might also qualify them for a couple of dessert spoons of ice cream each night. I think, yeah, I think that. I just <laughs> use that as part of your diet. I love that. And uh, part of the meals you treat. I, I eat um, cereal. I love cereal. Uh, that's a he loves cereal, Damo. Yeah, I'm gonna, all I'm, those. Yeah. I'm going to have to bring you my cereal. You can try my You'd cereal. You love Damo's cereal, Tommy. Yeah, I will. I'll try it. I'll yep. bring it. I'll bring but it. I, we have a, a lot of, I have a lot of, my cereal's not like you get in the shop. Mine is a big one, a big plate. I've got a big plate. I, I don't dare go down the street to have a, a cereal. I have it at home where my, where my plate might embarrass other people. If it's, yeah. so I, I do eat a lot, but it's always with fruit yep. and sometimes yogurt. Yeah, yep. so that's, and a cup of tea. That's my, yeah, lunchtime, it might be salad sandwiches. Uh, it might be toasted sandwiches. And then dinner, it's usually just a normal dinner, uh, which it might be I'd probably eat red meat probably once a week, I suppose. Yeah. Eat fish and might be pasta, stuff like that. Although we are out quite a bit with the things that I have to do, but that's what that's the way. So it's pretty, yeah. I don't have snacks before we go to for dinner or, or go, go to bed and things like that. Yeah. But there's there's things that you that you can eat and maybe when you're sitting around and watching telly and that sort of stuff. But yeah, I, I still I just look after my diet. Oh, that's um, great. Uh, sorry, Damo, just a quick one, Tommy. A lot of people have excuses in winter and they don't want to get up. Um, and I'm also thinking with all of your travelling, um, you have late nights and you're like, oh, look, I don't know if I want to get up at 20 past five in the morning. Never think that. Okay, so just take, as, Damo, as Damien was saying, this is your mindset. You don't actually even think that. A lot of people would get home and go, you know what, I'm not going to get my eight hours or my seven hours or my six hours. You might say, well, I'm only going to get four hours. You come home from a country, you know, talking event, you're going to get four hours sleep. Take us through your mindset. Yeah, that's that's the way I feel. Um, I sometimes drive home three hours. It might be taking football train at Bensale or Wangaratta, somewhere like that. Warnable, they are three, three and a half hour drives. I get to bed at half past one, I think, oh, God, all of a sudden the alarm goes, I think, you're joking, I've just got to bed. I've had a big day. I've got a big day coming up, I'm getting on No excuses, you just do it. I don't obviously need as much sleep as what other people do. I was getting a lot of school things ready last night. I was all day long. I was writing out uh, invitations and things to put into the schools where I go and speak. Hopefully they'll get in touch with me. And I was, I got to be quarter past 12. Now I started writing all these envelopes at nine o'clock in the morning and I've gone right through. I stopped for lunch, which is probably half an hour. And then I stopped for dinner, which would probably be about an hour. But I got to bed uh, after completing them, stamping them, putting, filling up the envelopes, 
I think there's 450 schools that I've sent sending out letters to. Yeah. So that, yeah. but it, but it was I only knew, I only had five hours sleep. That's not a problem. Uh, no, well, I just think it's so inspiring for people to hear that, don't you think, Damo? That you don't have to fit into this model of six hours every night, seven hours every night, the same amount every night, at the same time every night. Yep. You know, if you want it bad enough, you just keep on moving. Yeah. Well, I've mentioned to you before that uh, having, say, new resolutions, I read you my new resolutions because I'm mad about keeping them and I go <laughs> like crazy to keep them. So for a start, I read 24 books a year. Okay. Two a month, hopefully. Good on you. Although, yep, but I've got to get a good start in January because as the years we've gone, sometimes I struggle because to get enough time. So I've already read eight books this year already. <laughs> yeah, I've read Percy Serenity's Be Fit or Be Damned. I've read, I've reread that. I'll put, put reread. Yep, I, so I've, I've, re- I've got to read 24 books. I go Have to, you already read eight, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, well, some are running tidy to get my numbers up, to be quite honest. I've got to be real. Yeah, yeah. I, I read the book The Hafey Years again, which is a book written about the t- period that Tommy Hafey was at. Uh, uh, I, I reread that. I did it probably halfway through last year, but I reread it again, which is pretty easy to read. I go to the movies 12 times. Uh, I would go to six concerts. I go to a new restaurant once a month. And. And so I write all these down. That's and also date night with Maureen, isn't it, Tommy? Oh, yes, yep, yeah. That's it. That's there was it. a bit of romance after almost 60 years. Yeah. In fact, um, when I went to get the paper today, I said, when I come back, I said, I looked up into this apartment and I see these gorgeous-looking legs. She said, whose apartment was you looking into? I said, you. I was looking at you, mate. <laughs> I was down, I was down, yeah. Yeah, she got a pair of shorts on because she goes for a walk each day. Yeah. yeah. Don't you love that? Gee, yeah. Smooth as butter, Tommy. Isn't he? Isn't Amazing. He? Amazing. Yeah, no. We go to a lot of concerts. We go to a lot down the Palais. Because um, well, we've point. seen some great artists down the Palais, yeah. which is that, just near Luna Park there, because we're only around the corner. Yeah, Susie Quattro, things like that. Yeah. So I saw Delta Goodrum. Um, She's beautiful. La- yeah. So uh, we get them up. We do. We'll go to six concerts. Seen a couple of benefit ones uh, with, um, say, different old bands, which I really love those ones. Whether you've got about fifteen to twenty different artists appear, come on two, two, three songs, and away they go. Got a lot of social functions. I've got. I went to Portsea Polo, the Rye Gift, and the Rye Carnival all in the one day. Now that's a big day, mate. Isn't that's it? massive. <laughs> that's yeah. massive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've written them in my book already. Yep. Well yeah. done. Hey, yeah. uh, hey, Tommy. This is off topic, but we do have to wrap it up. Um, Tommy, do you reckon this is the year for the Tigers? We've been saying that for quite some time. I've been pleased with the way they go in, but I yes. keep on thinking, gee, we finished 12th. We lost more games than what we won. Oh, no. There's another 11 sides in front of us who all think they're going to be better. Yes. And I think most of us have been pretty pleased with the way that they've actually recruited and the boys that they've got in over the last couple of years. I, and I noticed that uh, we've got quite a few boys who come from other clubs, but actually in the top six best players last year, there was Big Ivan, who played had a great year, didn't he? Great year. What a yeah. champion. There's Sean Green. Yep. There's Shane awesome. Tuck. Tuck. And I noticed uh, Stephen Morris finished eighth in, or seventh or eighth in the best affairs as well. So, like, we've done actually quite a, okay with boys like that. But I also think that a couple of our other youngsters are coming on. And I think that the midfield, uh, Trent Cotchin and Brett Deledio, yep. yeah, and boys like Nathan Foley. Yes. Yeah. Sean Griggs has been terrific in that particular year. So has uh, Shane Tuck. Yes. So yeah, I think we're we're coming up. I, I 
I'm very critical of some of the things that they don't do right. I get so, so, so upset when players don't bust their gut when they're chasing. Yes. Particularly forwards and midfielders. Yep. Who probably think, well, somebody else will somebody stop else us down there. Yep. And I often think the coach should be equipped with an elephant gun. And if the fellas aren't chasing hard enough, bring them down in front of the crowd. Is that right? <laughs> I love Even it. I love it. Standing on the mark correctly. You've got to try and crib. You're right on the mark and you jump up when he's about to boot it. It's your highest point. Yes. Because we lost a couple of games last year with goals that were kicked from a long way out because of the person standing on the mark wasn't concentrating on doing the job properly. Yeah, Tommy, I think there'd be a number of people out there that would like you to replace one Kevin Bartlett on the AFL Rules Committee with uh, innovations like that. Um, but uh, Tommy, I'd like to give you a quick plug because I know, I mean, I've heard you talk a number of times. I know um, many people have, but many people haven't. Um, Damo, did you know that Tommy actually gives out his home phone number uh, because he's not on Facebook, not on Twitter, not on even email? It's the old-fashioned home phone number. Isn't that the best? Uh, it just it blows my mind. It's just, the, it's again, another level of generosity. You know, our interviews so far have shown that it's the generous that do well with ageing, and, and Tommy's generous. Look at him. So if you would like to uh, have Tommy come to your school, if you're a school teacher and you'd like Tommy to come and inspire the kids, or you're at a footy club, a golf club, a cricket club, a business, any kind of community group, Give Tommy a call. Call him at home, 95255595, and I know he'd be only too happy to come and speak to your group. Tommy, I'd like to sincerely thank you on behalf of 100 Not Out and uh, all the listeners for giving us um, so much of your generous time. You've been of uh, your precious time. You've been absolutely wonderful. Good on you, Marcus, but I hope the people don't think it's 100 Not Out, Tommy's age. I'm 81, <laughs> going on 82. Mate, yeah, I know so, we'll be talking yeah. to you in 20 years' time at 102 Not Out, don't worry uh, about good, that. Yeah, good lads. Good on you. Well, Thank you, Tommy. Uh, Thanks so much. Have a ripper day. Keep well and keep fit. Thank you. Thanks, Damo. folks. Thank you, Tommy. Damo, we've made it to the end of another edition of 100 Not Out. We'd obviously love to hear the feedback. What do you think of Tommy Hafey's lifestyle? How has it inspired you? You can provide this in any number of ways. Uh, you can go to the website, the wellness couch, um, slash 100 not out. Um, if you like this episode, you can go to iTunes, check out the wellness couch, uh, com, where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. Damo, pretty impressive, isn't he? So impressive, so impressive. I'm blown away, blown away, inspired. I'm going to sign up and get, actually, I'm going to upgrade my Richmond membership. He's inspired you to do that. Well, until next week, everybody, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life, and we'll be speaking to you on 100 Not Out next week. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, Damien Christoph from the Wellness Guys here. Wow, I'll tell you what, it's been electric since our first summer come to a close up on the Gold Coast and the wellness community wants more. Well, get ready because our next summit is coming to Melbourne and we'd love to have you come. The Wellness Guys, of course, will be there, plus the effervescent Up For A Chat girls, Cindy O'Meara, Kim Morrison and Karen Smith and some super special guests. It'll be 10 hours of powerhouse wellness that you don't want to miss. Simply go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. See you there.